The, the brutal dismembering of Fortes student Nositrelo Mtebeni and the uh, murder trial that stemmed from that has, has driven home once again the reality of GBV for our students at tertiary institutions. But how rife is, is the assault on our women at, at our tertiary institutions? Um, I think if, it, if one looks at um, tertiary institutions, it is a microcosm of society, unfortunately. And so we do see this type of, of um, violations manifesting itself in our spaces. We're well within the 16 days of activism, as I said in the introduction, and awareness of the problem, it, it's at an all-time high. But, but awareness mm-hmm. seemingly does nothing to stem the tide, does it? I, I don't think that it does nothing to, to stem the tide. If I could just possibly um, give an example. Sure, like with our, with our GBV um, programs, it's ongoing throughout the, the, the year. You know, and so the 16 days is really a focus, um, you know, during um, the end of, of November into December. But um, I think within institutions, it is ongoing, and therefore you see um, the complaints also um, concomitantly increasing. I, I won't uh, sort of say that that is the only factor at play, but it does have an impact in terms of individuals understanding what is happening to them and then also being aware of where they can go um, and, and lodge a complaint. So in terms of, of what I've just indicated, it's not that there is absolutely no impact, yeah. but I think it goes beyond just the awareness and, and complaint mechanisms. I think it is about behavioral change. No. And that is where the challenge is. Well, okay. So, so before before we get yeah. there, because behavior mm. will be changed when people are faced with new approaches, new policies. Maybe let's use uh, Nelson Mandela Bay University as that microcosm now and talk to mm. us about the policies that are in place to deal with gender-based mm-hmm. violence, first of all, before we look at mm-hmm. how they are being implemented. Okay. So... In our institution, we've introduced an overarching policy um, on equality promotion and uh, prevention of and protection against um, unfair discrimination. And gender is one of those um, one of those listed grounds that would be unfair. Mm. Then, based on that overarching po- um, policy, we have equality-related policies such as uh, the sexual harassment and and offences policy. So we've got one that specifically deals with um, gender-based violence um, from a sexual perspective. We also have gender equality policy that um, our council uh, just approved, um, not yesterday, on on Thursday. Mm. And then obviously racism and racial discrimination. So what we are doing is basically unpacking the different um, grounds and gender is one of them and specifically um, sexual harassment and um, offenses would be one where we are focusing specifically on that specific type of of, um, misconduct for staff students. Now, in, yeah. in, in preparation for this conversation, our producer, uh, producers did hear from you that we, we, we sit with great policies, but implementation mm-hmm. is, is sadly lacking. J- just give us yeah. a sense of, of where the policy is failing young women who, who are going mm-hmm. through, through sexual violence and, and, yeah. and, and any forms of, of, of violence for that matter. And, and what the average experience is like for somebody who's been through GBV at an institution mm-hmm. like yours? 
Okay. So in terms of, of policy lacking, I think the facilities, you could have your, your private interviews, you know, all um, in terms of having um, a, a safe house where individuals say if there was a violation in a resident space. Mm. You know, you don't want to go back into that space. So to provide other alternate accommodation, which is what our institution is currently doing, and our VC and the council has also approved um, for Safe House to be um, established, which is currently underway. So um, what we are trying to do is to set up in our environment um, the, the correct facilities that, that enables and empowers the complainants to come forward and trust in the system. I think where there is um, where there are challenges is in terms of getting it to completion. So, um, in terms of of um, you know the processing of it in in disciplinary type of hearings, there there are still um, you know delays there because the capacity to deal with both the misconduct that's happening due to online um, let's say plagiarism or or um, maybe theft even and so on, that is being is, has to be dealt with in conjunction with the gender-based violence um, um, uh, misconduct, you see. So there is uh, almost like a, a, a bottleneck mm-hmm. that happens in that space, but it, it is being dealt with. But I would, I'm talking now generally in yes. terms of this type of capacity. It needs to be enhanced. And, you know, for me, it's about capacity building on the legal side for for members that are involved in cases like in our case I I arrange for um, capacity building where I, I insource um, like an advocate that could speak directly to the the evidence that that we, we collect with um, with our investigation so that the panel that sits can actually look at that and um, be informed as to what to look for. Yeah. We also have, uh, in terms of trauma, you know, trauma has got specific manifestations and it's different in different individuals. So how does our panel know what to look for in terms of the investigation report? So that type of, of, of um, capacity building needs to happen and it costs a lot of money. You know, so in terms of resources, this type of of interventions are not necessarily funded by the department. Mm. It is the institution that has to fund it. You see, and and we've got, as you know, historic um, differences or inequalities you know, pervasive in the system. And that is why I'm saying that um, the policies might be there and the intent might be there, but in terms of resourcing it, or enabling it to to actually come to fruition in the way that the um, DHET framework has stated is is a challenge, you know. Okay, I, I think we have a, a firmer understanding now of just what the, those challenges are within institutions. I, I, I we are running up against time, and I just mm-hmm. wanna I wanna bring it back to general society now mm-hmm. with a final question. And, and we saw our president stand up in front of tertiary institutions, mm-hmm. students, after the killing of Uyanene Mkwatiana uh, not yeah. too long ago. Luyana Buerta, mm-hmm. who raped and murdered her, sentenced to three life terms, but I understand that even he could be up for parole after 25 years. Mporto mm-hmm. Bane killed his girlfriend, Viwe Dali Dalingosi, before setting a body alight in 2018. 
20-year sentence. Mm. The man who mm. murdered Nositrelo Mtebeni, who cut her body mm. up, Aluta Pasila, uh, Pasile, sentenced to 25 years in prison. When you listen to the families after the sentencing, mm. we, we always hear that, that they will say it's not enough. Society will say it's not enough. From, from the president standing up and saying we're going to do something, what is that something that we've done? Is it, is it not high time that we look at GBV and certain mandatory sentences being upped for people who murder? You know, I, I don't believe that sentences will ever be enough. Nothing is worth the life of, of, of a female. Mm. You know, you cannot bring that life back. But I think that when, when individuals or cases are reported there, the manner in which it's being dealt with, firstly, I mean, there's, there's a lot of challenges yeah. in the system, a lot of challenges, and, and even in terms of, of specialized um, investigation units, you know, it's under-resourced. You know, people, uh, as an example, we are having a training session on, on Monday with Metro Police, mm. SAPS, and um, Community Policing Forums members on first responder training. How do you deal with individuals that has been traumatized that you encounter? Because the experiences within um, your set offices are still very much one of, of degradation and, and demeaning. And, you know, the, the, as you all know, the um, stats that goes with or the success rate of sexual assault and rape cases and even femicide mm, mm. is dismal. You know, so I think that that uh, there needs to be a systemic overall, you know, and capacitation sure. and even resourcing of that that specifically. There's also the uh, the issue around behavioural change. We've got a patriarchal system that that permeates our, our um, society. You know, you've got uh, and uh, and you've got political leaders. You've got leadership in churches that abuses. And there is no accountability okay. as far as that is concerned.